0: Good afternoon, and welcome to a an historic episode of the Troy Francis podcast, which we are simultaneously recording on audio and also on visual, because I have a very special guest with me today, which is the one, the only, Mr. Andrew Tate. Good to be here, brother. Good to be here. Good to meet. Good to see you, man. Good to finally meet after. It's been a little while, isn't it? It's
1: been a while. I've been on... How long have I... Because I've definitely followed you with my first Twitter. And then yes. I'm on my fifth now, so <laughs> it's yeah, been yeah, a while. Yeah. Like I, I keep disappearing, coming back, disappearing, exactly. coming back. So, But
0: now you're back and you're on The Ascendance even more than ever. So it's it's looking good, man. It's looking good. But I'm, I'm assuming that everybody watching this and listening to this knows who Andrew is. And if you don't, then where the fuck have you been? <laughs> but basically, four times uh, kickboxing world champion. I think yep. I'm correct in saying that. Right. 22 girls. Have their names tattooed, your <laughs> name, sorry, tattooed on their body. Is, yep. that, is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, that's um, an accolade. <laughs> um, four living girlfriends. Four is living girlfriends.
1: Four living girlfriends,
0: yeah. Awesome. Uh, you drive supercars all around Europe. You are, you've are. you been dubbed the real life James Bond.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I definitely have that. Teenagers dream of like <laughs> cars, girls, money, you yeah, know, like yeah. I, I've got it. And, I, and I'm definitely a feminist's worst nightmare. <laughs> they, they imagine a toxically masculine six foot four fighting guy with his Lambo full of honeys. I am the ultimate toxically masculine.
0: Absolutely. And, and, that that's why, and that's why we're holed up in this very anonymous, discreet hotel room somewhere in London, because what we're going to be talking about today could be so shocking that the authorities might... Burst yes. in at any moment to. It's happening before, to man. It's so, happening before. They've they've knocked my door down before for less. So. So if you guys hear a knock on the door and like the you know the cops coming in in the black and everything, then you know that's you're <laughs> we told actually. too much truth. Exactly. Too much truth. Exactly. So let's uh, anyway let's get into it. So I wanted to kick off. So talking about your the James Bond sort of lifestyle, I thought we yeah. kick off with uh, a quotation from Mr. jay Jay-Z. So he says. Yeah. Uh, this is from his uh, classic hit. I think this was what '96, "Big Pimping." Yeah, he says, "You know, I thug 'em, fuck 'em, love 'em, leave 'em, because I don't <laughs> fucking need 'em. <laughs> Take 'em out the hood, keep 'em looking good, but I don't fucking feed 'em. First time they fuss, I'm breezing, Talking about what's the reasons? I'm a pimp in every sense of the word, bitch. Better trust and believe them.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: that's a pretty do you identify line.
1: with that? Yeah. The thing is, I firstly, I'll just say that I don't like Jay Z, oh, but okay. but the line is good. And also, when you listen to "Pimp" by Fifty Cent, it shows he certainly knows something about the game as well. Because when yeah. the, 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 there's a few lines in there that really resonate with me, I think one of the lines is: um, "These guys are by the bar trying to get a drink up out her. Yeah, um, I'm the guy. Uh, something. Uh, I'm the guy trying to get my some money out of or something. I can't remember the exact line, which fucked it up with the podcast. But the point is, when everyone else is looking just to get sex, if you make money from women, that that is a complete side that's a bonus a sidetrack you're focusing yeah. purely on the funds and where i yeah. run where i've run these businesses i've run strip clubs i've run webcam companies after you start doing it your perception does change you see a beautiful girl in the club and you're like okay yeah i want her but also she's worth you start looking at them with a price tag attached yeah. you start thinking yeah, yeah. that can make me money yeah. and and yeah. you get to a point where you have a, a choice people say okay or you have a girl and you're like okay do I want the money or do I want to fuck her? And eventually, you get to a point where you're like, "Well, I, just, I really I just want the money. <laughs> like, yeah. the sex is okay. I got to keep her happy, and you know we got to stay together. She has to think I care about her, whatever, whatever." But the sex is just completely sidetracked. So that that line what he's trying to say is, "I fuck them because I have to, but they piss me off. They're gone, and this is really all about the cash." And that's that's yeah. the reality of the job, in, in, in those kind of industries, I mean,
0: yeah, absolutely. And you get to a point, I guess, where this you've got so much what they would call abundance that it it, it goes beyond. You probably even the fucking almost gets boring in the end. Well, like, absolutely. Sort of
1: like... Well, absolutely. But but also <laughs> the way you reward. If we're going to talk about, uh, I ran a strip club for a short time. Didn't make too much money. Where was that? Was that? That was in Romania. Okay. But in 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 webcamming, I made a lot of money. And at one point, I had seventy five girls working for me. It was ridiculous. And now I have a, a lot less. But yeah. Uh, in the webcam industry, you can't motivate girls with money. If you motivate girls with money. Especially like, let's look at pimping, for example. If you motivate yeah. girls with money, you're going to have problems. For, and that's for two reasons. One, because you want all the money. you yeah. speak to any pimp, they get the money. And secondly, if you motivate a girl with money, all you're doing is you're teaching her to be greedy. And if she learns to be greedy, then she's going to start thinking, why am I giving him anything? Yeah, why yeah, am I yeah. even giving him a cup? Yeah. So you don't yeah. want them to be money motivated. <laughs> they have to be motivated through attention and love. And what's the easiest way to give a girl attention and love? Well, it's to fuck her. Especially yeah. if you're busy.
0: If you're busy. <laughs> this is
1: true. If, if you If you have lots of girls and you're busy trust me I lived this life if you mm. have lots of girls and you're busy and you have maybe 45 minutes to spend with a girl how can you give her as much focused attention and, and love because that's all they want in 45 minutes yeah you're gonna fuck her yeah, if you yeah, sit yeah. there and have a coffee it's not it's not potent enough it yeah. takes too long exactly so, yeah. so, so when you're in this job you end up just sleeping with them oh I've got to go to work baby okay love you yeah. kiss bang and that's enough to keep them happy and they go back to work excellent I can do it quicker
0: than 45 minutes as well so <laughs> even, even better we got a job I've got a job for you bro good stuff Okay, so let's talk about uh, your approach to women and sort of what they call game. I suppose, although yeah. I think I think we go we go beyond game with with you, yeah. really. But um, I mean, I sort of come from a PUA background, so I used to write for Return of Kings and all of that sort of stuff, and yeah. I have met quite a few of the you know the big name players and all that yeah. that stuff. Um, but you've sort of spoken out sort of critically, maybe half-jokingly, about the PUA industry. Yeah. And you obviously have a much more sort of holistic view of this. So what, what would your concerns be with pickup as a discipline? So I, I ended up in the pickup sphere by accident. Like, yeah. I started at Twitter.
1: I was a fighter. I, I, did, I wasn't really I, – I forgot to, to click my verification email. Like, literally, I didn't give a shit about Twitter until Trump got elected, and then it was too much yeah. fun to piss off the liberals, and I ended up in, in, on yeah. Twitter. And I kind of ended up in this sphere on accident, and I didn't really know PUA was too much of a thing. Until I learned about it. And I don't think PUA as a whole is bad. Absolutely not. I do think, though, that one, there's a lot of people who, especially online, are lying. Yeah. And two, I think it's only a very small portion of the whole package. Yeah. And and I think I get this from my job. So when I was, I'll say pimping because it was webcam, but it was what it, essentially yeah. what it was. When I was pimping, <clears throat> you'd pick up a girl. But if you get a high-value asset, like a girl, because that's what a beautiful woman is. A beautiful woman's a high-value asset. It's like having a Ferrari. You yeah. walk down the street with a beautiful woman. It's like driving around that Lambo. Everyone's staring at you. Yeah, yeah, So if you pick up a high-value asset, in the pimp game, you need to learn how to control her and retain her. You need to make her do as you say, and you have to keep her. And yeah. you have to keep her regardless, of, in, in spite of the fact that you you cheat... You're busy, you yeah, take yeah. all her money, you make her do something she doesn't want to do, and she still has to stay with you. Yeah, so yeah, to yeah. me, that's what the game was. There was a lot of the pickup artists are like, okay, you get this girl and you fuck her. And I'm like, okay, and then what? Like, yeah. is that it? Is that the game over for you? Whereas me, yeah, 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 I was much more like, I'd rather have five, 10 out of 10 beauty queens living in my house who all adore me, than go out every night and pick up new yeah. new random sevens. I didn't, yeah, to yeah, me, yeah. That, that was, and I guess that's where my criticism comes from, because a lot of the guys, I think, they teach the first segment, and I'm like, okay, cool. But you're to me, you're missing the whole other end of the game.
0: Yes, you know. Is there an issue then? Do you think because I suppose what game always was was this idea that the ordinary guy in the street could effectively pretend to be the 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 alpha male. So, so do you think the problem is that what a lot of the pickup guys are doing is getting people to fake it in the first, you know, on the approach and maybe on the you know take her back and banger, but then after that they can't keep up the facade. Whereas obviously, for you, you've obviously got the rest of the package as well it, that's exactly it and that's the problem with games that if you're, you're right if you imitate to be a, if you pretend to be
1: a certain way and we're not even talking financials because i picked up girl when i had no fucking money but yeah, i was yeah. still a fighter and i was still ambitious and i was still you know i had self-respect and all these other things that they that they like but you're right if, if you imitate a, a certain type of person to get the girl over the long term they're going to work out you're not the type of person they thought you were and you're going to lose them and yeah. that's the thing with game a lot of it, it's imitation and when i when guys come to me and they say oh how do i get girls i'm like become a better guy actually yeah. genuinely become one, then you haven't got to pretend to be one. Yeah. And then it's easy. To, to yeah. me, I just think it's easier to, to become higher value.
0: And I'm not just talking finances. I'm talking the, whole, spec- the yeah. whole spectrum, you know. Well, that's no, that's fair enough. And I think, to be fair to the to the game guys, I think, actually, a lot of the message has always been, yes, you can learn these te- techniques and yeah. so you can fake it to make it. Yeah. But then, at the same time, you need to be improving yourself. You need to be, you know, yeah. getting becoming a better guy in all of these different ways. But I still think there's something slightly different with... What you're talking about, which I, I wonder whether is going to be applicable to every guy, because what I think you're talking about is this almost like iceberg slim sort of like yeah it, it, you know and it's all, it's with all you know it's almost slightly dark in a way yeah, yeah. Like, psychology is dark and yeah. female psychology is dark yeah now the average guy in the street who's just like well I just want to meet a girlfriend you yeah, know yeah. It's, it's like is that guy ever going to become... of course
1: of course not everyone's going to become a fucking webcam pimp. <laughs> that's, that because that's a difficult that's a difficult job to pull off. Yeah. My but but my view on it is is as follows. I say this to a lot of guys. I say even if you don't want to be a webcam pimp, even if you don't want to be a playboy, even if you just want to get married and have a nice girlfriend, in the modern world, you need to sleep with twenty girls to find a good one. Yeah. You you know as well as me. There's there's some chicks that are just broken and not worth the effort. If you're getting one girl a year, you're gonna end up sticking with her, and she might be fucking the pain in the ass. Yeah. Like so, even me at my level, I'll sleep with a girl. And I have my own little ways, and, and I teach this in one of my courses, but my own little ways of detecting if she's quality or not. If, if they're giving me red flags, I'll just bail and find another one. So even if you want to be just the normal dude, you still need to have the ability to pick up lots of girls because you've got to find a good one,
0: yeah, which is yeah, yeah. which is the
1: first thing. <clears throat> and and in the modern world, you've got to get through a whole bunch of apples to find an apple that's yeah. not rotten. And the second thing is, then when you get her, how do you keep her? Yeah. And, and, and I guess, yeah, I know not everyone's going to get to my point where they're pimping girls and whatever, whatever. Um, but I still think there's, there's important levels of the psychology, which game, I don't know. I just read the day game accounts. It's like, went to the mall, went up to a girl, went to the mall, went up to a girl, fuck this girl, another notch. And there's nothing more about if you get arrested, is she going to come visit you in prison? Mm. If you know what I mean? Like if you have a financial trouble, will she sell her car to give you the money? If you like, like where all the other things I can do. I don't see none of these other guys talking about. And to me, yeah. I just think that's a huge level of the game that's missing. I like yeah. knowing I've
0: got my women who love me for real. Yeah, you know? because what you're talking about is, is I suppose, I think it was, was it McQueen who called it deep conversion? It's almost like this really like getting inside. Devotion. Devotion, yeah, which nobody else, and you're right, nobody else talks about that as far as I know because it's it's this it's the pimp skill in being able to completely... Dominate that woman to the point that she's absolutely hopelessly in love with you. Absolutely,
1: and and and, and the thing is, it's seen. Like you said, it's seen as very dark. But in, in pimping, you see, you have a gorilla pimp, and gorilla pimping is pimp, pimping through fear and yeah. intimidation. But that's that's very short term. You can't intimidate someone into doing something they don't want to do forever. Yeah. You know, and especially when they're making money, because they'll make money and just fucking stop answering the phone and disappear one day. Yeah. So it's actually not about that. It's about, like you're saying, it's it's love and devotion and it's done through positivity and it's done through them thinking, I don't want a million dollars if I don't have a million dollars and him. I'd rather yeah. have him than the money. Yeah. And it is that deep conversion and that's how they end up getting the tattoos and stuff. This isn't me going up to girls saying, you better get a tattoo. It's 0% like that. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I love you. I was like, well, how do I know you actually love me? So I love you forever. I said, well, prove it, do a tattoo. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. how do I you know you're not going to leave me? Why would I leave you if you misbehave? Okay, they want to. It's yeah, not like yeah, the, yeah, there's no, there's, yeah. No, there's no forcing yeah. involved. And and you're right, that that real deep conversion is something that I think is necessary for every man, even if you want one woman. <laughs> yes. If, you, if you're going to get a wife, I see on Twitter, man, I see these dudes and their wife's leaving them and they're taking all the money and all that shit. I've had court cases where six of my girlfriends have turned up and not one of them's turned on me. Like, rough. any one of them could have put me in jail. Yeah. And they found out about the other girls on the day of court case and still didn't turn on. Really? So, like, I'm not saying that I'm some fucking Superman. I'm just saying that I've always focused on not just getting the girls. Once I get them, that's the beginning of the project for me. Yeah. I want everything else afterwards to have that true devotion. Because that's what I'm more interested in than fucking lots of girls. I've had a yeah. lot. But that's my genuine... My hobby is knowing I've got the...
0: Ride or dies. That's what I'm yeah, interested in. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was,
1: one, because of the, the business and maybe money, and two, because, I don't know, it's just the way I'm wired now. So
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, um, aside from yourself as an example, when I see other guys who do this kind of thing, when I've met girls who've been obsessed with a yeah. particular guy, yeah. uh, it tends to be because they've, they've got inside her psychology in a way. And, yeah. and it usually it's to do with the fact that the guy is completely prepared to walk away. And, and sometimes it's, pre- it's to do with the fact the guy will say, well, actually... I'm fucking other girls and they're hotter than you. Yeah. Yeah. And then the girl is obsessed with him.
1: There has to be a fear of loss. Yeah. There has to be a fear of loss of anything. This is not just game, but in general, everything has a value because of fear of loss. So my my very basic tenet when I say about relationships is that women don't want to fuck a guy they don't respect. Women don't have to like you. Women can dislike you, but if they respect you, they'll still fuck you. Yeah, so, yeah. it's all about respect. So, if you don't respect yourself, how is she going to respect you? Yeah. So, if she's giving you shit and you're taking it and you don't respect yourself, well, then it's, it's the yeah. whole thing. It's over. Yeah, you ha- yeah. it's- Trump said it in the art of the deal. You have to be prepared to walk away. Yeah. And and and, and a lot of guys say they're prepared to walk mm-hmm. away until it comes time to walk away. And then they're a bit like, oh, she's hot or da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, and yeah you know, yeah. and And you don't want to. And, hey, man, fucking... Forget the whole hard man shit. I've walked away from chicks who were fucking ten out of ten, and I didn't want to leave, and I didn't want to walk away. But I just did it. I had to do it because I knew my view is very much like this. I, I look at I look at the world like a chessboard because I'm a chess player. Yes. And if you don't play chess, maybe this is a bad analogy. But if you're in, if you're if you've got a position and it's a losing position, and sooner or later you're going to get grind, te- your opponent's going to grind you down, and you're going to lose. <clears throat> but the only hope you have is to sacrifice a piece. For example. And to Mm -hmm. play a crazy move, it might work, it might not work. But if you don't play the move, you're going to lose, it's just going to take longer. So for me, it's like, well, you play the move, and if it doesn't work out, fine. Because you were always going to lose. But most people are too afraid to... to 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 pull the plug and make and force the action, and they'd rather just let it slowly happen. Their girlfriend will start to disrespect them. They'll take the shit. Their girl stops listening. The girl starts getting friends, going out with her friends all the time. That she's not listening. They're telling her not to. She won't do as they say. And they're just sitting there going, "It'll be all right. It'll be okay. It'll be okay." Eventually, they catch her cheating. Whereas yeah. me, I would have said, "You're not going out with them people. Don't tell them what to do. If you go out with that, I'm leaving." Yeah. I, I I would I'd force the move because it yeah, yeah. might pull off. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. the girl will sit there and go, ah, uh, and when she's forced to choose, she might choose you. Then you win. Yeah. Whereas most people give up their chance to win just to elongate the certainty of defeat. And I don't yeah. understand why. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. where I'm coming from?
0: Yeah, definitely. Because I think that's an issue in, in game, sort of per se, really, which is that guys want to stay. Guys sort of would rather stay in uncertainty or they'd rather stay in, in a comfortable situation rather than making themselves uncomfortable. So that could even go from the approach. You know, well, there's a really hot girl over there, but I'm not going to approach her because yeah. she might tell me to fuck off. Yeah, yeah. And then you get the same thing. Then you're with the girl and you're like, well, I kind of want to go, go away with my mates for three months to Thailand, but I'm not going to do it because yeah. Yeah. she might dump me. And it's always this desire to stay comfortable. And yeah. I, I get the impression with you, you're very much, fuck comfort. Let's- well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just very... I'm very, very – my view
1: of women is is a protective one and it's a patriarchal one. And it's yeah. not a misogynist or negative one. It's it's, no. it's, it's, it's a – I'm in charge. This is my life. I'm the train on the tracks. You mm. cannot you cannot divert me. You cannot tell me what to do. You cannot – it's not like a car that can take different things. A train's on a track and it goes in one fucking direction. You either get on the train or you don't. Yeah, you you yeah. know, that's, that's how it is. It's very yeah. much like I'm doing this. You're doing this. I don't want to. Okay, bye. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. how I am. Yeah, and yeah. and 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 that's one because I had the ability to find replacements and two because of the industry I was in. I yes. wanted girls to do something they'd never done before, which is get naked on camera to pay me money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and if they
1: were <laughs> saying no, then I had to be like, okay, bye, yeah, cuz yeah. I was a business,
0: yeah. you know, so. Out of interest though, were you always like that or was this something that you acquired? over the years was there a, like a blue pill Andrew sort of back in the day like
1: oh my god, oh my god. I, hey man everyone's fallen in love with girls everyone's had yeah. their, their heart broken yeah. anyone who says they're not is fucking lying I would, I was definitely never red no sorry I was definitely never blue pill mm. I was always realistic about the world <clears throat> I was always understanding one of my girlfriends when I was about 23 she started dancing in this club and I said I don't want you dancing in the club and she goes well I need money have you got any and I didn't mm. so I was, you know it was harder for me then and I was like oh well I don't want you dancing there anyway and this is where I learned my my move. I should have done the takeaway anyway. So I, uh, I, I said to her then. I said, "Look, you either dance in the club, or you're gonna st- or, 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 or and you dance in the club and we split up, or you stay with me and you don't." Yeah. And even my brother said at the time, he goes, "Why are you being so extreme?" I was like, "There is no way on a long term, this girl who was a fucking ten, she was the head of a ballet school in Cambridge. Mm. I'll find a picture of her and say sure. yeah. she was a ten. There's no way this ten is going to go to the top London club." Three, four times a week, every night, drinking champagne with millionaires while I sit here broke. And her love for me is going to stop her fucking one of them guys. Mm. On on a long enough time scale, I'm going to lose. So now I either have to force my hand or think. Anyway, she chose to go dance. So Mm. I did it. Uh, So whatever. I didn't back down. I stuck to my word. Only two weeks later, I saw her on David Hayes' Instagram. Now the point is this. If I was with her... Would she have still gone in David Hayes' Ferrari? Of course she fucking would have. She, I mean, like, so at least I got to walk away with my honor. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, you know what, fuck you, bye. Yeah. So I'm still happy I made the right choice. As opposed to going, oh, maybe you'll be okay, baby. Okay, you just go to London and dance with all the millionaires, and I'll just sit here and work my job. Yeah. You know, so one of it is, I've, even when I was blue pill, because I was upset about losing her, but I never, yeah, fucking, yeah. I never fucking told her. Mm. I just, you know, I kept my straight face, but... yeah. I always kind of I always kind of knew the rules to the game and I, and another thing is I, I I was lucky that I always had fighting so I always had this higher purpose so I could always distract myself yeah. so you know yeah, I wouldn't yeah. let a girl get in my head cuz I always had a fight to worry about so it was yeah, like all yeah. right whatever
0: I think so, that's ultimately that's got to be more important has not it the higher the higher purpose above over and above women. Absolutely, because if, you, if, you, if you're going to let a woman <clears throat> fuck with your head and you're not going to train properly, then you can get your ass kicked. Yes.
1: And that just makes everything worse. So yeah. fighting was the one thing that always kept me grounded where no matter what happened with a girl, I had to go to the gym, I had to train, I had to prepare, I had to be mentally ready. So it always kept me, even in my early days, I was always red-pilled because I was always like, okay, if you're going to be
0: stupid, I've got to fight. So yeah. bye. Yeah. So I was always like that. You know? Yeah. So, so coming off, off of that, can we turn our attention to what you think about relationships and monogamy in general? Because on Twitter, I see a lot of these sort of like trad con, you yeah. know, kind of, kind of guys who are sort of like, yeah, man, it's all about getting married and growing a beard yeah. and having a, the, the White House with the picket fence. Yeah. It's gone back to this sort of like very traditional idea that that is the alpha gull. Yeah. Now, I mean, I understand on the one hand, you've got you're, you come from quite a traditional sort of sense in this yeah. in the fact you know family's very important to you and everything yeah. else and and that's that's fine, but on the other hand, I do think these guys are being a bit naive because it almost seems as if they've learned nothing from all of this red pill stuff yeah they've learned almost nothing, and they say oh yeah well if you're just if you're just alpha enough within the marriage within the relationship, then yeah. you know she she will love you forever and it'll it'll all be fine yeah and i i I wonder what your thoughts on that are because the way you described it even even you, as Andrew Tate. I mean, okay, it was yeah. a few years ago, but even you, with a girl who's going out dancing, you yeah. know, you, you you ended up having to cut that off because yeah. female nature is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. And and my view on
1: on the whole marriage and stuff, I'm very much have your cake and eat it. People, there's no most people don't seem to think you can do both, and I do believe you can do both. And yeah. my view of this is, is as follows: I want kids. I'm going to have kids in this year or next. I want yeah. kids. I want a woman who loves me, but I'm absolutely never going to be faithful to a woman. Yeah. That's that is the reality. And and I am very open about that fact. To even the girls I'm gonna have I have right now, I have five girls I could call right now and say we're having kids and they start crying tears of joy. Right now. Mm-hmm. And whoever I choose to have kids with, she knows I'm never gonna be faithful. Yes. Because you know, so I don't I see, yeah, you can have a family, yeah, you can have a woman who loves you, yeah, you can take care of your kids. But I don't really think you have to cut off being a full-grown man. You're a man. There is no man who wants to sit and change, it's an unpopular opinion. There's no man who wants to sit and change diapers with his wife, who's now fat and ugly, and Mm. that wants to be his life. He doesn't want to do that. Men are not biologically designed to do that. Men are biologically designed to, if you look at the the human history and evolution, every man had multiple women, and they got them pregnant, and they found another younger model, and that was how men (laughs) have always been. So yeah, I'm going to have kids, I'm going to have family, but I'm always going to have some fresh new 19-year-old, Mm. In my phone, and I, I, I'm just never gonna lie about that fact. Yeah. And I think if you find women who truly love you, like we were talking earlier with the deep conversion, oh, I don't hide the fact I fuck other girls. My girls know; mm. they know. They may not like it, mm. they may get jealous, they may cry, but they don't leave.
0: Yes, and and so and it's it like it increases the attraction. Of,
1: of course, it does, man. Of course, yeah. I, I you, you can be fucking your your main girl, telling her you cheated on her last night. I guarantee she'll love it yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. She'll be mad, but during the time she'll <laughs> like it. So it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, it, it's. You can reach that level where I really think, yeah, kids are important. Yeah, having women who truly love you is important. But I don't think you need to com- completely go that tram con at all. I, I know that I'm going to – I'm never going to change, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, because I just think it's – I think guys are either kidding themselves or they're being sometimes dishonest in saying – because I don't believe men are monogamous yeah. fundamentally. I think fundamentally every guy, regardless of if he's married or got a girlfriend or whatever, if a, a hot 21-year-old, 19-year-old walk yeah. past him – and he had the opportunity to have sex with her yeah. and no one would find out. He would fucking do it. Agree. So I think that's the bottom line of it. So when guys say, oh, I've you know, I've done my player years and now I'm just going to, I'm going to find the one and settle down. It's yeah. sort of like, well, you're saying that, but really that's, is that, you know. Exactly. Is that's not what you want? Yes. And you're, and you're, 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 you're giving her monogamy. You're giving her
1: exclusivity in return. For love, loyalty, and children. And I believe you can get love, loyalty, and children without giving up your monogamy. Yes. I believe you can do it all. And, and, yeah. I, and I've seen other people who do it. I've seen it done. I live in Eastern Europe. In Eastern Europe, this is this is common. In Eastern Europe, if you if you, if you see like a Romanian girl and she's with like a high-level guy, like a mafia boss or some shit, she'll say, oh, I I, I know what he does. I don't want to know. You yeah, turn yeah, right, yeah then, Oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like, it's, it's normal because still yeah. there, it's still more primal. It's always, if you think of history, every king, every sheikh, every sultan, every they all had wives and mistresses. In the world today, there's still people who have 10 wives and mistresses. Yeah. This is the normal human pattern, an yeah. alpha with more than one woman. This is yeah. the normal human pattern. And the fact that monogamy has been introduced by society,
0: it's societal, but it's certainly not natural. So, well. I guess the argument is that monogamy was well, as I've said on Twitter a few times. I mean, monogamy was not introduced by guys with options because why? <laughs> because yeah. why would you? So, so I suppose the argument is monogamy was, you know, very roughly speaking, introduced by the eighty percent. If yeah. you want, to, if you want to split it to that eighty yeah. twenty thing, to, to make sure that the eighty percent had a had a woman and they, you know, they, they were satisfied and everything else. So what I what's interesting and what I wanted to come on to now is because this is something I'm trying to get my head around as well, playing devil's advocate, guys will be looking at you and saying, yeah, that's great for Tate, because, you know, G Lifestyle, yeah. he's got the Lambos, yeah, yeah. You know, kickboxing, all you know, the money and all the rest of it. Um, can guys who are in the 80% get into the top 20%? Or what's your view on that? That's a really good question. And to be honest with
1: you, I think I think the answer is yes. Because men, the thing is, men create their value. Yes. So there's there's two things: one, men create their value, and two, because uh, I get accused of this all the time. Tate, you have girls because you have money. Yeah. I try and explain to them: I have money because I had girls. Yeah. That's how I first made big money. Okay, I made money with fighting. But I didn't make Lambo, Bentley, Aston, mansion money like yeah. I like I made with girls. So I always had the ability to get girls, even when I had no money. And I and I I did that <clears> through. Like I said, self-respect, being in fantastic shape, um, having ambition, being clearly career driven. Like these are things that basically anyone can do. Yeah. You yeah. know, so I think
0: men create their value, and if you go out your way to create enough value, you're always gonna do better than a lot of the others. Yeah, because I've got a theory, and this isn't faking it till you make it, this is just getting the mindsets right. Cause I've got a theory, and I mean tell me what you think of this, that it you don't have to be taped. If you if you lay down your boundaries strongly enough and you're like, well fuck it, I'm gonna Yes, I want to be with you. Yes, I want to have kids, but I'm I'm gonna be fucking other girls. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. Yeah. If you are that guy, then it's the mindset that you know. Some girls are going to accept that frame. Yeah. Some girls may not, but yeah. some girls will because yeah. it's the frame is more important than the money and the At, uh, completely right. Some girl, you're right.
1: There are some girls who may not accept it. I've had girls who don't accept it, yeah. even at my level. I've had yeah. beauty queens go, oh, I won't have it, da-da-da. And I have girls who do who are just as beautiful. So some girls will, some girls won't. The what? The only kind of struggle I find when people ask me how I pull it off is I try and explain that a woman shows her love for you via sexual exclusivity. That's how she shows she loves you. Yes. In her mind, she believes that you show your love via sexual exclusivity, what you have to do is reprogram her to understand that sexual exclusivity has nothing to do with me loving you. Yeah. I love you anyway. Yeah. I love you, and you have to find other ways to show her. Now, that doesn't mean fine, that doesn't have to be financial. It can be other things. So, when I first started, when I very first started, I used to say to my girl, Yeah, I'm going to fuck other girls, but I won't, I won't, it sounds stupid. <clears throat> I won't sleep with them. I won't sleep around their house. Yeah. So, her yeah. in her head was, Well, he only sleeps with me. They need something. Now it's, now that's long gone. I'm lazy. (laughs) But but they need something to hold on to. So they think I still have something no one else has because everyone thinks that's sex. But if you can, if you can change that out for something else, I'm telling you now, man, most girls, most girls know. And I say this and people go, no, they don't. I say, yeah, most girls know. If you go up to a girl and say, go demand to look through your man's phone right now or leave him or leave him. Mm. And they'll go, oh, 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 well, it's his work phone. They'll make excuses for the dude because they know if they look, they're going to see shit they don't really want to see. Yeah. You know, like yeah. every chick deep <clears throat> down kind of knows. When, yeah. when when a guy goes on a stag do to Vegas, every girl kind of knows he's in a club. Mm. and a, Like, so it's not really too big a jump from them kind of knowing to them actually knowing yeah. and just being like, you know, but I don't love them hoes, so don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, it's exactly. Not a job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like you said, I mean, that was that's a very traditional arrangement, isn't it? That's been going for centuries in Europe. And yeah. I suppose the only other the, the way that people get around it is to sort of lie about it, basically. So they yeah. get married and yeah. they, they do that, but they just don't they just don't admit it. Yeah. And then they set themselves up, I suppose, because then they get found out. Well, and,
1: and this is the thing, and this is where webcam helped me a lot as well, because I used to say to um, my girls uh, when we run the webcam business, I'd say, "Who's cheating more? Like, I'll go to the club, I'll find a hot chick, I'll fuck her." And then I won't talk to her again. Or I'll fuck her. And maybe I'll fuck her again. Maybe I'll fuck her again. But I fuck her. Or the guy who comes on and talks to you on webcam when his wife's asleep, sending you money he was going to take her on holiday with. Instead, he's sending it to you, Hmm. telling you he's head over heels in love with you. Who's cheating more? The guy who's head over heels in love with you or me who has no emotion for any of these chicks? Yeah. Who's actually cheating? Yeah. So to my girls, all they care about is do you love the other girls? Yeah. Do you love her? No. No. Yeah. Okay. And I'm at a point now where my girls will say, who are you with tonight? I'm like, oh, I'm out. Okay. and did, I don't even have to hide, I'm out tonight, see you tomorrow. That's all I have to say. Okay.
0: yeah, That's yeah, it. It's yeah, like, yeah. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, But um, out of interest, obviously the other side of it is obviously female nature itself yeah. and you've obviously seen a lot of that. I mean, do you think guys watching this would be shocked in terms of the things that women are, are capable of doing? Um, and also, what about this good, what about the good girl, bad girl dichotomy? Do you yeah. believe that there are actually good girls versus bad girls or do you think they're all... Okay, so this—that's a really interesting question. Mm. So, firstly, girls are ruthless. Yes, and that doesn't
1: make them bad people. I'm certainly not a woman hater,
0: and I—I'm and I yeah.
1: definitely not one of them guys who are like women are this, women are bad, women are not bad. Women have evolved to be a certain way. If I'm going to walk through the, the the world and I'm going to say to you, men are a certain way, so this is why I act that way, then I can't hate on women for doing the same thing. Yeah, you know, so yeah. we're saying men are men are not monogamous then I can't hate on women for, for having a certain mindset. Yeah. Women are ruthless when you no longer have a value to them. Yes. Women are ruthless if they find someone better. That song, These Hoes Ain't Loyal, is completely correct. When a rich nigger wants you and your nigger can't do nothing for you, these hoes ain't loyal. It's, it's true. Like if, yeah. there, there are levels to it. And even I understood that with the girl I was head over heels in love with. When she was starting to go to this club, I was like, I just have to play my move now. Because yeah. I ain't going to have a move next week when she's already been partying with champagne and she already has millionaires texting her. Then I don't stand a chance. My yeah. only chance now is to stop her going. Yeah. It didn't even work. But yeah. I still know I made the right choice. I had yeah. no other choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've always understood female nature at that level. So yeah, they are ruthless. And all of them are. The good ones and the bad ones. Yes. You can find a good girl, virgin, Christian, whatever, whatever. If you stop being of value and she has a better option, she will fucking go. Yes. So that's, that's that. However, there's two things to this. <clears throat> One, what you have to do in life is, if you can't change the rules to the game, what you have to do is understand the rules so well that they benefit you. Mm. People talk about gaming and how bad it is and girls want the best choice and all this shit. That benefits me to the ground. Why yeah. are these women sharing me? Yeah, Because I have an advantage over other guys. So, to me, it benefits me. And yeah, I yeah, put yeah, myself yeah. in this position. I didn't, I wasn't born a kickboxing champion. I was born broke and nobody. So, I yeah. put myself here. So, to me, it benefits me. So, if you can position yourself, and I'm not just talking about being a fighter or, be, or being a fucking uh, kickboxer or even being rich, you can be an art guy, you can be a library guy. There's, girls are into everything. Yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. in the right niche and you're doing well, you're gonna be, you're gonna do, you're gonna benefit from hypergaming. Yeah, so that's yeah, the first absolutely. thing. Yeah. Second thing, as for the good and bad girl thing, I I don't believe, and this is another thing that I argue with the game guys about. I don't believe in BPD. Mm. I don't believe in girls that have a borderline personality disorder. I believe you have, and the, uh, the reason for this is, I'll, I'll quickly explain why that is. If you're going to date top-tier women, nines and tens, I'm talking about girls with like a million followers on Instagram and stuff, mm. how the <clears> fuck <throat> are you going to be 16 with half a million followers on Instagram, and every man in the world, multi-millionaires, desperate to spend time with you, nobody ever telling you you're stupid or wrong, and everyone doting over you, how are you going to live that life and not have a fucking personality disorder? Yeah. So, so they've yeah. all got BPD so yeah, if yeah. all the top girls have it is it even a thing it's yeah, just women yeah. there's just women hot women are a certain way which is a pain in the ass now <laughs> <laughs> as for the good and bad girls I think all girls can be controlled I think all girls can be fixed but some girls are certainly a bunch more work than others mm. so I, I used to well, I had a guy I used to coach and he used to say how do I tell a good girl from bad girl that I say you have blueprints you may fuck a girl that you got a blueprint some of them are a real pain in the ass some of them are far more susceptible, but either way, you have to be the right kind of man to train her to be the woman you want her to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know,
1: you're yeah, never exactly. gonna you're never gonna find a woman who just instantly, the second you meet her, respects you, loves you, does everything you say, obeys you. if you find that kind of girl, and this is my genuine experience, if you find girls that are too easy, in most cases, they're fucking hoes. Because yeah. if they give away respect to men that quick, then they'll give it to a lot of guys. Yeah, and they're yeah. usually hoes. If you meet a girl and she's head over heels in love with you in an hour, she's probably a slut. so if you want to make a girl who genuinely loves you and build them up it's going to take time you have to create the woman you want my women are the way none of my women if before they were with me if you said are you gonna be with a guy who cheats on you every one of them would have been like no never yeah and here they are so i made them that way so you have to create your woman you have to make her the way you want her to be some women are far more work than others that's how i view it that's a bad girl a bad girl is a whole bunch of fucking effort and a good girl is far more susceptible to yeah. listening. Yeah,
0: think. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I do believe there's good and bad. I do believe it. And a lot of that's just down to their previous experiences, I think, yeah. as, as women.
0: Well, I suppose guys are most concerned about cheating, aren't they? So I suppose they're saying you can meet a girl who's going to be less inclined to cheat yeah. versus a girl who's going to be more inclined to cheat. But yeah. I guess in your, I guess, I'm, I'm guessing your take on that would be it, it comes down to the guy. Yeah, partially it comes down to the guy and partially it comes down to the girl. If the girl's taking a whole ton of dick, well, then there's no stigma
1: attached to taking a new one. So yeah. as soon as you have any kind of trouble, she's like, well, why am I going to sit here and fight and work this out for this dick when there's a new dick out there? Yeah. You know? So, sexual partners absolutely is part of it. Yeah. So, that is a big part of it. But also, as a guy, I mean, I was always very firm with my relationships. And, and like, like I've given that example already. I think the world we live in now is, is designed, not designed, but the, the, the natural, <clears throat> the relationship which is considered normal nowadays I think it facilitates women cheating. Mm. Women, I, my women don't have male friends. My women don't go to the club without me. My women don't do like. There's a whole bunch of stuff that I I I've put rules down on. Mm. Now that doesn't make me a psycho because if the girl doesn't like it, we can split up. Yeah, but that's just me as a man. You're not going to be having male friends. Why does this guy? If you want to talk to a man, you can talk to me mm. or you can talk to my brother. Mm. I don't know what or your dad. There's no other dude. I mean, maybe if work and you reply, okay, I'll give you file tomorrow. It's not like some static bullshit. But I don't see why men and women need to be friends. All these mm. dudes are trying to fuck her. You know that. I know that. Mm. So, and 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 people are sitting here and they've got relationships where their girl has lots of male friends. Their girl goes to the club with other girls. Their girl's out without them all the time. And then they go, oh, well, she cheats. And I go, well, okay, maybe it's not so much her being a bad girl. You're just putting her in a, a position where it's so fucking easy. Yeah. And of course you're going to argue in your relationship. Everyone does. So, like, of course some, something's going to happen. She's going to yeah. pick up a guy's number or something. I just make sure none of that even fucking starts.
0: Yeah. You're, you're yeah. with me. We're together. You don't do that. Yeah. Th- th- and you obviously know? you've got her friends egging her on and everything as well. So, Of, it's, of
1: it's, course. It's sort of... of course. All her friends want her. Her friends are never on your side.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, her yeah. friends
1: want her to do this shit. And that's why I am the way I am. And I've always been that way with relationships. She's just yeah. like, no, we're not. you're not going to go down that path. I'm not going to allow it to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... On that note, let's let's move on to just to talk about Romania. I was going to talk about that a little bit further on, but yeah. um, just out of interest, how did you? Because obviously you were you were based in the UK, weren't you? Yeah. Originally, and yeah. then you were doing kickboxing UK based. Yeah. And then you're in Romania and you're doing webcams. So, yeah. <laughs> so what's the, what's the sort of missing links in that story? To, yeah, to so, yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah. So I I was in the UK. I. By, it's a really long story. I, I won't tell it all on the podcast. Yeah. It's 20 minutes long, but I ended up starting this webcam company in the UK. I got the idea. I had some girls. I started the webcam company. I was making some money. Everything was okay. Um, I went to Romania to fight. Mm. Um, I went there, and I had a fight, and I thought, this is nothing like I expected it to be. Because Romania has a bad reputation, so I expected it to be a shithole, mm. and it's not. I mean, yeah, there's mafia, but you know what? If you don't look for trouble, you don't find trouble. And that's that's true anywhere in the world. You're gonna walk around with a bad attitude. You're gonna find trouble here, there, anywhere. Yeah. If you show people respect, you're not. No one's gonna give you trouble. I've never had any problems there. So yeah, there's some mafia guys, but they have they have bigger concerns than fucking with some tourist. Like, what, what do they care? Yeah. For? You yeah, know. Yeah. So unless you're actually looking for trouble, you're not gonna find it. So it was really beautiful. The weather was nice. The girls are fucking insane. I'm mm. not just saying. I'm not just saying that. Like a lot of guys say that and, and they're lying. I'm talking about genuinely. Mm. And 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 I've never seen a girl without a pedicure or a manicure. Mm. I've never seen a girl whose hair isn't done. You go to the mall during the middle of the day on Tuesday, every girl's in heels. They wear dresses. Like, it's completely different to the West. Mm. You can walk down the street in London now and count how many girls have nice pedicured fake nails. Mm. 10%, maybe. Yeah. As opposed to 100%. I'm talking about all. You know, so it's like they put more work in. And it's not even just a genetic thing. Genetically, they're beautiful, yeah. But if a girl's got nice long hair, perfect fingernails, wearing a dress, goes to the gym every day, and sunglasses on, like, how can you even really be ugly? Like, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're hot. You're just yeah, all yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this happened, and then and then I had a girl in England lie and say I hit her when I didn't, and I ended mm-hmm. up getting arrested by the police, and my house raided, and all this bullshit was happening. And I just thought, you know what? I don't want to live under a system where any girl in can lie. And it was proved to be a lie. I don't want to live mm. under a system where any girl I've ever talked to in my life can lie and fuck up my life. So I'm just, I'm just going to leave.
0: Yeah. And that, was, and
1: literally that was it. I said to Tristan, "Let's go." We packed up the car, and by in the morning, and by the evening, we we're drawn our way to Romania. Yeah. That was it? Awesome. That, that yeah, it. yeah, yeah.
0: What do you think? I mean, would you advise guys? I mean, it's there's it, quite a few people on the internet who are sort of like moved to Eastern Europe, and particularly from the states, because yeah, yeah. obviously that. I mean, in, in Britain we're a lot nearer, so yeah, it's slightly yeah. less of a massive jump, but. Um, I mean, I don't know, really. I mean, for, for various reasons, obviously you've got more attractive girls, you've yeah. got a less, how do you put it, invasive culture yeah. than you've got here. I mean, do you think this is a, a good thing for guys to, to consider I, doing?
1: I actually don't recommend it to a lot of guys, and yeah. I'll tell you why. It's, it's 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 the game of women, but it's, the stakes are turned up. Mm. So if you're a high-value guy, like if you're a high-value guy in England, you get a lot of girls. If you're a high-value guy in Romania, you get a lot of girls. Yes, it's, but if you're a low value guy in, in England, you don't get many. If you're a low value guy in Romania, you get zero. Right? It's it's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's the game's more. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the women are more prepared to share a high level man, which means that high level men have more women. Mm. So, so yeah. the low level guys struggle more. You do you know yeah. what I mean? So if like I look at Roosh. I'm not a fan of Roosh. but Roosh, is he's in Ukraine or Belarus wherever he is in his little tiny apartment selling his ebook, making five hundred dollars a month. And he's sitting there complaining he can't find a wife. It's because I know Eastern European women. Mm. I know that they're looking at him, going, "Okay, even if he fucks them, even if he games them, fucks them." After that, they're like, "Okay, so where's 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 the security? Where's the children? Yeah. Where's the family? Where's the marriage? You ain't got none of this shit I want." Yeah, that's why he's struggling. So yeah. the women out there are actually. I recommend to a lot of guys, I wouldn't say go in there and living cheap and da-da, it's a bad idea. You're better it's, off in the West.
0: Yeah, it's not the sort of pussy paradise. That nah,
1: 0%. Is. It's not a pussy paradise at all. It's a pussy paradise if you're high, high level. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. What, what you're going to have here in the West is you can have nothing going for you and a girl will fuck you because you're funny. Oh, I like him, he's funny. We smoke weed, we watch Netflix, he fucks me. Even if you're a nobody, you'll have some pussy. Mm. There is no pretty Romanian girl on the planet who's stupid enough to do that. Yeah. They know their value. Mm. All I have is my looks. Mm. That's all I have. I ain't going to have a career. I'm not going to have a high-paying job. I have my beauty. If I'm going to fuck a guy, either, one, I want money up front, this is why so many of them are hookers, or two, I want to see that there's a possibility for a future and a family. Yeah. That they ain't fucking for any other reason. So if you're if you've got those things, if you're if you're a guy and you're a bit older and you've got some game and you have a little bit of money and a nice apartment, you haven't got to be a millionaire. Just basic things and they can see a future with you, mm. you'll get girls. If you're some nineteen year old who turns up with fuck all, you're trying to live cheap and just run around gaming, you're gonna you're gonna be disappointed. You're mm. better off in the West,
0: where girls yeah. are stupid. That's the truth. Yeah, because we were in I was in Russia recently and I mean it's it's funny because um, my friend Tom was saying it's actually. Or guys think it's easy to go east yeah. and you'll get laid, but actually, it's easy to get laid in London. Because Absolutely, of, because of the culture. Absolutely, it's
1: that's completely correct. The girls there are smarter. They're more savvy. Yeah, they want, they want something more from you than just sex. Mm. And on top of that, the the culture is less degenerated. Western culture is completely degenerated. Yeah. Over there, they still they're still ninety nine percent are still religious. Mm. I've had I've been on dates with twenty five year old girls who say I have to be home at ten o'clock. My dad said so. Mm. At twenty five. Like, you don't have any of that here. Yeah. They get drunk, and they get, fuck, do coke, and, yeah, uh, yeah, and they yeah. act like... So here, it's super easy. I've said this a million times. The easiest place in the world to get laid is north of England. Go to... Go to <laughs> I, people say it to me all the time. Where's the best place to go? Is it Romania? Is it Ukraine? I'm like, no, go to fucking Liverpool. <laughs> That's the number one spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If yeah. you want just random hoes. But if you want to find a woman of quality and find possibly a wife is better over there. But the game is amplified. The hyper game is amplified. Yes. So if you can use it to your advantage, it's better. But if you can't, it's certainly not Some If anyone who thinks, oh, I go to Ukraine, I'm going to get unlimited hot girls just because I have $10, that's bullshit. Yeah, it's, yeah, It's not yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and, and, it's, and sorry to Karen, it's not even that poor anymore. That's another thing that people think is a lot poorer than it is. They think, oh, I'll go there and I'll have a little bit of money and I'll be the richest guy in the club. I live I live uh, half a mile from a Lambo garage. Like there's yeah. there's Lambos, there's Bentleys, there's big clubs, there's mil- there's people with money. Like yeah. you're not going to go there and, and have like 20 quid in your pocket yeah. and it's not Thailand. You yeah, know? it's not yeah, like yeah. that. So. Is
0: there a is there a sort of like um, final frontier Wild west somewhere in the Balkans though. I mean, would yeah. you, if you go to like fucking I don't know, like there is. Like Georgia or George, I
1: Georgia I've heard good things about, but the things with Georgia is they're semi Turkish, semi like it's it's on the border of Turkey. They've kind of yeah. got this strong religious thing. The best place to go for girls, I'll tell you, but I'm also going to tell you everyone to not fucking go, is Moldova.
0: Right, yes. We were talk- I just heard this the other day. Yeah, was saying, so yeah.
1: Moldova's the best place to go. But the problem, is it's got a few problems. Moldova's the best place to go because they haven't got EU travel. Mm. So I used to go to a town called Kashitse in Slovakia. That's where I met one of my girls I've been with for six years. Mm. And I put her on Twitter a lot. She's blonde. Mm. She's hot. So I met her in Kshitsa, Slovakia. And at the time, when this was when I was younger, I worked out a, a geographical formula to finding hot chicks. Because hot chicks love big cities. Because yes. that's where the fun is. Yeah, yeah. You know, if, if, if you're going to have a beauty queen in a village, she's going to be pregnant by the time she's 18. Mm. She ain't sitting around the village at 25, beautiful, and waiting for a dude. It ain't real. So you have to go to the cities to find the girls. So I, I me and my brother looked on a map. And we're like, where is there, like... Capital cities are always a bad idea because there's too many tourists. Mm. And tourists destroy it. Like, Prague now is finished because there's too many fucking stag dudes. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah. every single Czech girl... If you go and try and talk to her in English, she's like, ah, oh, stag Dubai. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. She's yeah, already
1: yeah. been fucked. She may have either already slept with a stag do guy and made that mistake once, or she's seen too many of them throw up on themselves or whatever. They're just not interested in your bullshit. Mm. So you have to go where there's no tourists. So we started looking for the second biggest cities in countries. Yeah. And we found this town in Slovakia called Košice, second biggest city. And it's five hours drive from any major city. Mm. So it's 5 hours drive from Budapest, 5 hours drive from Krakow, 5 hours drive from Bratislava. So it's in the middle of kind of nowhere and at the time they didn't have an airport. So when we used to go there it was genuinely crazy. Yeah, yeah. And there was no English people. You had to fly to Budapest and get a four and a half hour taxi. So like <laughs> so like when we were going there everyone everyone was like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> you know? And it was like a nice, parad- of, awesome. it was awesome for a good but this is about this is about 7 8 years ago. Maybe No, maybe longer, maybe 10 years ago. And it was really, really, it was really fun. And I went again last summer, and it's completely different. They they opened an international medical school. They opened uh, EU. They got EU money. They joined the EU. They got the euro they never used to have. They opened an airport. And now all the pussy's gone. Yeah. And, and they're like, they can get a, a 20 quid flight to Zurich. You're a 10 out of 10 from Slovakia. You go to Zurich, you go to Berlin, you go to London, you yeah. go, you go, you, no one's sitting around Kashyyykse anymore. So the whole thing's done. So the geo the geography of women is super interesting because especially with the European Union, it's given so much freedom for travel. I remember I used to go to Lithuania before the EU, full of girls. Last time I went to Lithuania, they're not there. And I spoke mm. to my friend and said, where's the Lithuanian girls? He goes, London. They, they all yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah, they all yeah, exactly. leave because exactly. they can. Why are you going to sit and work for 200 euro a month when you can come and work somewhere else for more, yeah. especially if you're hot? Yeah. So, But Moldova doesn't have that. Moldova, they cannot travel. They can, they're they not part of the EU.
0: Right. So yeah.
1: And they haven't got free travel. And they have to get visas to go everywhere. Yeah. And it's extremely corrupt and dangerous country, so it's very difficult them to get visas. Mm. So a lot of the girls are stuck there and they are actually poor. However, I'm telling everyone now who's listening to this thinking they want to go, don't go because I've been four times and I've been attacked three. Mm. So yeah. that's a 75% attack rate. Like, that, that's like fucking Iraq level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because the, the men are extremely hostile to foreigners. Mm. And the reason for that is because they know there is zero reason for you or I to walk around Moldova if it's not to fuck their girls. Mm. Now, if you're working for 100 euro a month and you see all these Americans coming over trying to pick up all the women, you're struggling to get a girl because these Americans come over and they're rich as fuck. Are you going to put up with that shit? Mm. Like, it's not like, you know, the ties are cut. They let you fuck their girls. But in Moldova, when we were there, me and my brother were walking with girls, and some Moldovan guy started screaming in Russian to the girls, why are you, with the?" We, we understood, why are you the Americans, you're fucking whores, why are you the Americans, the girls said, leave us alone. The guy went into the pub, came out with 25 dudes and rushed us. Yeah. We're professional fighters. Hmm. So, and we still got fucked up. Mm. so i'm talking about your, if you want to go moldova and literally risk your life for pussy it's not worth it it's mm. fucking it's genuinely dangerous because the men there are not interested in letting you run around and fuck their chicks yeah but but that is the last frontier that is the place to go but don't go <laughs> i've warned you all i'm saying it because somebody idiot's going to go there and get fucking stabbed
0: don't go and there. He's, gonna, he's gonna
1: he's gonna come after me but literally the taxi drivers are against you the police are against you. everyone's against you it's, it's really not worth going even yeah. when, even when the police turned up they were like well why are you here then that was, like, we we got jumped. It would, why are you here then? Yeah, Don't yeah, come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's not
0: worth it. Yeah. But that's, that's but the last place to go. The, the other, so on the other side of it, so, like, Bucharest, Romania, and all the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Serbia, whatever. I mean, d- d- like, as time goes on, the next 10, 15 years, do you think, though, that it's, it's all going to become com- more and more westernized? Yeah, and...
1: yeah it's going to become more and more westernized. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I know, just like Slovakia had its heyday, I do believe that slowly. I think, in fact, No. I think Bucharest is a really unique place, mm. and I think it's unique for as follows, because I've never met another country full of hot girls where they're patriar—they're patriotic enough they don't want to leave. All the, oh, Lithu- yeah, all yeah, the yeah. Lithuanians want to leave. Mm. All the Estonians want to leave. All the Ukrainians want to leave. Whatever. In Romania, in Bucharest, you meet so many Romanians from all the villages in the capital, but they don't want to leave Romania. Yeah. They want to stay in Romania. There's something about Romania that has just enough money that they believe there's a a future yeah. for them. It's not too poor. It's not too rich. It's just the right amount that the girls don't very often leave. Yeah. If they leave, the only ones who leave are the hookers. They go <laughs> to, they go Dubai. They go Germany. But the girls who want to find a normal life, they actually stay in Romania. So it is quite unique for that. And it's definitely worth a visit. But like I said, it, it, it's hyper-gamy. it's hypergamy to the extreme. And on top of that all, the thing is with these Eastern European countries, you Uh, The reason I don't recommend guys to like go on holiday and stuff—you got to kind of land there. You got to kind of like if you were to come and live for a year, you'd have loads of fun. Mm. But for the first six months, you'd be like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" Because until people know you, Mm. until you've been seen around, until you've seen like there's some girls in the club who look like they're on their own, but you don't tap on their shoulder because it's that dudes, Mm. you know? Like there's those kind of things going on. It's a kind of bit sketchy. And so when I see some guys on Twitter like I went to Ukraine, I fucked this girl, fucked this girl, I know they're fucking fours. I know, because I know there's no nine in a club who's not owned by somebody. And I know that she's not impressed by you, Mr. Average on Twitter. So I know the reality of the game. Yeah. That's the reality of the game. So it's one of those places you have to really make an impact. But if you make an impact, it gets a shit ton easier because girls don't care if you have another girl. Girls don't care about this, that, but you have yeah, to yeah. make an impact, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, fair enough. So moving on slightly to a, a, a slightly different topic in terms of sort of business, entrepreneurship, yep. all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, You've done, obviously you've done the webcam yeah. business. You've done the strip clubs, etc., etc. et, yeah. cetera, et cetera. Um, Really, really basic question. I think we already know the answer to this. But you, would you ever envi- envisage a situation where you'd work for, for somebody else? Could you ever see... How employment, working for another guy would be something you'd ever do? Or are you just like, no, you go your own way, that's the um... I,
1: I You know what? I did it for a long time.
0: Did I you did work it. in TV advertising? I worked in TV advertising, yeah. Who did you... Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh No, I worked, for... I, worked in... I worked in advertising as well, actually, for, yeah? for a while. Yeah? Yeah, I was doing newspaper and also um, uh, okay. the internet So you were, the, well. you were the competitor. Yeah, exactly. I had to, be, I had to try and
1: convince everyone that you, TV yeah, yeah, was yeah, a better yeah, idea. Yeah. But yeah, so I worked I worked for various advertising agencies. I've worked for, uh, I've been doing sales. I was doing sales up until the age of about 25. I don't think there's anything wrong with the job. It's, it's very, you know what, it's super easy to go on Twitter and go, never have a job. But that can't work for everyone. Like, mm-hmm. it, like it's, it's stupid. Not yeah. everyone can be an entrepreneur. Some people have to work jobs. Yeah, There's nothing wrong <clears> with that. However, I was always hustling. Does that make sense? Yes. Even when I had a job, I was always trying to make side money, even through my job. Even even now, man, I, I, I used to go to deals and say the website's fucking three grand. And they said, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. i try and sell it. They couldn't afford it. i just call them up later and say, you know what? I, if we keep off the books, I'll do it for two grand. Right? Mm. Don't tell my company. I'll just fucking, I'll just, I got a guy. He's good. Cool. Yeah. It's the same guy. Mm. I, I, I went to one of the guys who was making the websites for the company. and said, look, I'm backhander. So yeah. I was always fucking hustling yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I was. So I was getting the contracts, and as long as I met my sales quota just enough, then I was getting all the side contracts on the side and making all the profit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I was always that guy. So I, I don't think that you know, there's nothing wrong with having a job, but you just need to be able to always keep your eyes open if there's some fucking cash,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah. Is, did that come from from your dad or from your family? Do you think? Or yeah, I I, I
1: just kind of it's just a personal philosophy of understanding that. And I, I say this in a way that's powerful. I don't say this in an anti-human way. I say this in an in a opposite. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Yeah. So a lot of people wouldn't do that because they'd be like, oh, my job, my boss, my da 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 If you died, they might be upset for a couple of days. But they, they carry on with their life. Mm. You know, they, the company would continue to function. Yeah. So why would you be loyal to a company? The company's not gonna end if you end. Yeah. You know, like if you got cancer and you needed free wages for the next 10 years, would they pay it? Would they fuck? They mm. can't afford it. Yeah. It was so so I was always very much like, look, nothing personal, but if the company had the chance to screw me for profit, they probably would. Yeah. So I'm screwing that that's how I was as a person. Yeah. And and even the, when I got caught, they didn't even fire me because I was so fucking good at sales, they didn't want to fucking fire me because I was yeah. the best guy. But when they caught me they said, Why'd you do that? I said because there's a chance to make money. Yeah. Our price was 3995 He couldn't afford it. I came to you and said, let's do it cheaper. You said no. So there was two grand on the table. What the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. I took the money. You know. So I was very much like that because I just have a very individualistic nature. My nature is very much like not in a horrible way, not in a fuck people over way. I'd never like fuck over a friend or fuck over family. But it's just very much like I'm the only one who's going to improve my life. Yeah. It's down to me. I got to do something. There's some money to make, so I'm going to make the fucking money. This
0: yeah. is how I was, yeah, you know, totally, as a person. Totally, yeah. And in terms of the, the business endeavors, I mean, obviously, you've, you've got this entrepreneurial side. Yeah. I saw your video about, what was it, the, uh, the aloe vera video? Yeah. That was a good... yeah. <laughs> That's a, yeah, it's a good one. Um, but I suppose what we see you doing, you know, most on a top-line level is, is is the personal brand stuff, Yeah, right yeah. you call it, you know, because you've obviously got this very strong personal yeah. brand. You're on Twitter. You've yeah. got your videos. You're doing podcasts and, and everything else. Um, Now, to me, I think personal brand is the way forward. Not for everybody, but I think it's a very powerful thing because if you can build up an audience, if you can build up a following then you sort of future-proof yourself to an extent. Absolutely. Because you've got people who will listen to you, who will buy stuff from you, yeah. and, and you can monetize that. Um, now, you've done it incredibly successfully. Yeah. And obviously, you, you keep getting knocked down and you come back up again. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something to do with... I, 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 my theory is it's two things. I reckon it's because you're unapologetic. Yeah. So you say whatever the fuck you want to say, and people love that. Yeah, But also, you're a really good storyteller as well. So you t- you can tell these stories, and you do it on Twitter, yeah. you know, t- telling the stories about your family and everything, but also on Instagram, you yeah. know... Would you agree with that? Do you think those two things? Yeah? yeah, absolutely. And and
1: you're right. Personal brandings are fantastic, but you just have to make sure you don't get banned because that's what's <laughs> happening to me. But yeah, personal brand is certainly the way to go. And I think that everyone can. What you have to do if you want to build a personal brand, I believe, is you. People are not as stupid as we say that. Well, it's, it's duality. People aren't. Mm-hmm. People are morons, and people aren't morons. But people are very good at sniffing out. I believe a fake or a fraud. Yeah. They need to know authenticity. Yes. So I don't know who's listening to this right now. Maybe some of you are thinking, this take guy, he's lying. He's talking shit. But everyone else knows, I'm I'm not lying about the women. I'm not lying about the money. I'm not lying about the pimp. I'm not lying about nothing. They can tell it's authentic. And it doesn't matter. That's my particular story that sells. It doesn't matter if you're a fucking web developer. It doesn't matter if you're a surfer. It doesn't matter if you're a florist. If you're authentic and they can sense the authenticity, Mm. that's where the money is. And I think a lot of people through not on... I don't think it's on... Maybe it's on accident. But a lot of people either hype themselves or they try and change themselves or they learn copywriting and think, well, I need to write this way to sell. And, then, and a lot of the time they lose authenticity. Mm. Like, I, I never think about why tweet. I am mm. fucking just, uh, fuck you, blah, blah, yeah, yeah. buy this or be a loser. Like, that's you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's authentic. Yeah, yeah. And I think that what people are looking for from a personal brand is always authenticity. Doesn't mean you have to be aggressive. Doesn't mean you have to be abrasive. It means you have to be yourself.
0: Yeah. That's, that's what it is, you know. Yeah, absolutely, because I mean, the, like you say, I mean, the personal brand can be many, many different things. I mean, you've you've got a very distinct one, which yeah. is based on your personality and your background, but equally, I don't know. I mean, like who, you know,
1: there's well, a whole bunch of people with complete soft personal brands. Yeah, know? exactly. You, you know, exactly. You, you, as, but but because they are themselves, so you can do absolutely anything with a personal brand. And I believe anybody. Anybody out there probably has a message that other people like them want to hear. Absolutely. It's mm. just a matter of marketing it and then building the following. And building the following isn't that easy, but it's like everything. It's hard work. You know, yeah. There's no such thing as easy money in the world.
0: Yeah. But yeah. It, you know, it's out there. It's out there. So on that note, you've obviously, as we said, you've been shut down on Twitter several times. Yeah. It seems it seems like this website goes down from yeah. time to time. Yeah. There's obviously shit going on. Do you genuinely think that there's an effort to silence you? And if, and if so... Where from and why? Okay, but, I'm. I'm telling you now, friend. I am absolutely on some kind of list. Yeah. I
1: if I try and do anything, it's hard. Yeah. If if I, I, I I've never been through airport security without being separately searched. Ever. Really. I, I if I try and open a bank, they won't. You go, go try and open a bank right now. You'll leave with an account. Me, mm. it's a two week review process. Don't know why. Mm. I can't start a PayPal. Yeah. I can't. No payment processor will work for me. Stripe, Squared, Sage, all they'll all close me down. I can't... Uh, my Twitter gets banned all the time. My Facebook is so closely watched if I say... Ev- I, if I say anything even half offensive, I got banned for 60 days for saying uh, that Romanian girls were harder than English women. I said, like, Romanian Tinder is completely different to English Tinder. That was what I said. Bam. Like, <laughs> I am on a list of watch this dude. Yeah. And anyway. I think I've ended up there, one, through... I ended up there on my own fault. One, I went on Infowars. Yes. Which is always going to cause you problems. And two... I was probably the only verified Twitter account saying the kind of shit I say. Yes. I was verified at the beginning. Yeah. And, when I, com- when, I, yeah, and when I was coming when when I was coming out with shit with the blue tick as well, people were like, what the who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> and All the other verifieds are pussies.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah.
1: and I, I I'm definitely on some kind of list, man. I'm, I'm telling you, and, and when they start when you start to get banned from things, it's real. It's real and it comes out of nowhere <laughs> and it's frustrating. The site goes down because you get a payment processor, they review the site, they agree, they set you up, everything's fine, then one day you just can't log in. And they send you yeah. some generic Generic. Your uh, your mm. you're, you're, the, the email makes no sense. Mm. We've decided to terminate our relationship. We're apologetic. No reasons. It's just yeah. everything's just locked yeah. out. I mean, look what the fuck's going on. It's just yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and you're you incredibly well connected as well. So obviously, you know, you've you've done the interview with Paul Joseph Watson. You've been yeah. on Infowars There was a picture with Candace Owens and, yeah. and so on, and, and even up to the White House itself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I mean, and, and I think this is. I think part of that is part of your allure in a way. You know, I think there's this fascinating sort of slightly enigmatic side to you. Yeah. But I mean, just on a basic level, with that kind of, you know, meeting those kinds of people, getting that kind of influence, yeah. is that a side effect of just, just having money or is it a testament to your networking skills? And if it's, I'm assuming it's probably the latter. So if it's the latter, yeah. is there any advice you can give to guys who want to start to grow their own influence? Absolutely. So it, it's certainly a combination of the two and I'll tell you why. But for, mm. firstly, we'll start with the networking skills.
1: But... You have to be able to provide value to people. Yeah. Uh, I get this all the time. I get inboxes. uh, Hey, Tate, I want to learn this. I want to learn that. I'll do anything to learn. And I'm like, okay. And I'm looking at it going, okay, I teach you X, Y, Z. What the fuck do I get? Like Mm. you have to, and I know this has been said a lot of times, but you have to be able to offer value to to, to people, especially important people. Mm. I think another mistake people make with networking is, and I know that copywriters will disagree with this, is that. They're too long winded with their messages. Mm. So I get emails all the time from copywriters trying to get me to agree to let them do my emails. And they send me these really long, really properly articulated emails that, are, and I sit there and think, what a waste of time. I ain't got time. I don't know you. Mm. If you were to email me saying, in capitals, I have money for you, done, I'd be like, what money? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> who the fuck are you? Like, yeah, so yeah, a lot yeah. of the networking, a lot of people are like just too. It's just too much. You have to understand if you're going to approach someone who doesn't know you, they don't know you for mm. shit. They mm. don't know you. So you got to get your message concise as a motherfucker. It's got to be, it's got to intrigue them enough to reply. And you got to offer them value. And you can do that in a line. When I first spoke to Paul Joseph Watson, is when I was verified. It's so fair enough people saw the message. I messaged him saying, uh, I said, mm. our podcast will break the internet. Mm. Yeah. That's it. Mm. And he didn't reply at first. But then he started liking my tweets, so he must have thought, who the fuck, and started watching who I was. Like, yeah. If I would have said, hi, Mr. Watson, my name is Is, I'm a kickboxer, and I was thinking maybe, he would have fucking given a fuck.
0: Yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah you got yeah, yeah.
1: But what I was saying to him is, I can make you bigger. Yes. You, you know where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And this is the mistake a lot of people make with, with, with networking, I think, is you don't offer value, you're not concise enough, and on top of it all, you're not arrogant enough. You got to be I, I, there's nothing wrong with arrogance. If, if you're, you can be arrogant and it can be successful.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You know? So yeah. you need to say to people, look, if someone starts emailing me
0: We've been closed down. It's happening. Uh-oh. <laughs> they heard <hurt> us. <laughs> oh, that's phone. Yeah, that was just done that should actually be pretty cool on the podcast. <laughs> um, That's it. We've uh, we, we we've escaped the, uh, the, the. We've been questioned, but we've, they've let us go for the time being. So MI yeah, um, six. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. But um, yeah. You got to offer people value, but and when I say arrogant, I don't mean arrogant about yourself. You have got to be arrogant for them. You got to, if you if someone's more important than you, you got to be saying to them, look, I, I will make you bigger. I will make you money. I will do this. I will do that. You can't be saying, "Please teach me this. I need this." I get that all the time. Tate, I live. I see your life, and I'm unhappy with my life, and I really want what you have. Sorry, bro. I don't know you. Yeah. So, what do you want me to do? Go buy your car? The fuck? Like you, 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 you've got to approach things the right way. So that's the first thing, certainly. And then second thing is finances help. And the reason finances help is because you have got to be able to take chances. Like yeah, to so
0: take a flight you, or...
1: Yeah. When I met Trump Jr., he didn't know if he had time. Mm. If you're around, maybe. Mm. Now, to, to the chance of meeting Trump Jr. was big. But when someone goes, if you're around, maybe. Most people wouldn't fly from Bucharest to New York for that. Mm. But me and my brother got up, flew Bucharest to New York, bought the flights, hotels, food, everything. We sat around for four days. We, we spunked fucking $7,000 sitting there waiting for a maybe text. Mm.
0: And we got it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah.
1: but maybe you won't.
0: So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah.
1: you also need that freedom and that financial flexibility to be able to do those things. But in general, I think that's one of the keys to networking. You got to be able to provide value. Now if you're sorry sorry, if you're a guy with I know I talk too much, bro. Not at all. If you're a guy with and you're sitting there thinking, well what do I have to offer? I don't have much to offer. Da, da, da. That's fine, but you still have things to offer. If you you can still be uh you can still be doting and you can still be loyal and <clears> you can <throat> still show tenacity, and you can still want to learn. But you still need to approach it in the right way. You can't say, Tate, I really want to be successful like you, so teach me. That is completely different to saying, Tate, in exchange for you teaching me, I'm going to make you lots of money. Yes. Now, that That is completely different. One guy's coming to me saying he's going to make me money. One guy's coming to me saying, I want your money. Well, what the fuck? Yeah, so yeah, people yeah. don't look at it the right way. And, and I see a lot, copywriters are the worst. I see a lot of copywriter emails and, there's, and I, I scroll through them and think, bro, I ain't reading this. I'm sure it might convince me if I read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't fucking read it. Yeah. So it's like, you'll be to the point with it,
0: you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, there's that that old theory that the longer the the copy, the more it convinces you and everything. But I'm not sure in this day and age, you know what I mean? We
1: we live in an attention, we got attention spans of seconds. Yeah. So you're right. The reason they make the copy so long is it's effective if I read it. You're talking to a guy who has a lot of shit going on, who gets 500 emails a day. I don't read, literally I click. Next, delete. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, If it's that important, they'll email me again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we ain't got time for that at the highest yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. If you think Trump Jr. is going to sit there and read your copyright emails, like, come on. Yeah, you got to yeah, get like, yeah. realistic. I
0: think back in the day when everyone had a Reader's Digest once a week and it was like you'd see some long copy thing in the back, yeah. you might read it because yeah. they had fuck all else to do. But yeah. now, of course, it's. Yeah, we live totally in it. a exactly. different story. Two or three seconds. Yeah, yeah. God, so. But I just wonder if that, I mean, clearly, you know, Trump, Brexit, yeah. Putin, Yellow Vest. Yeah. There's a lot of shit going on, yeah. um, and I think we're all aware on some level that there is a sort of a war of misinformation going on. Absolutely. Now, this is a very general question, and I, I you know, yeah. I mean, answer it in whatever way you want. But as somebody who I, I suspect you probably a little bit more insight into this than the guy in the street, yeah. I mean, have you got any comment on that at all in terms of what's what the fuck is going on, man? Fake news, F- is, fake news is real. Yeah. And this is why the news
1: hates Trump because before Trump the idea of fake news was not nearly as powerful as it is today. He, yeah. he coined the term fake news. Mm. Before Trump, when did you hear fake news? No one mm. said fake news. Now everyone's running around saying fake news, yeah, fake yeah, news. Yeah. Everyone's investigating the news reports. Everyone's starting to realize how much of it's bullshit. Yeah. It's it's all fucking garbage from the head up. And the reason for this is, is very simple, man. The, the... People talk about like the power at being and, and what they want. And it makes it sound like it's this little cabal we, in, 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 a, in a room. Yeah, yeah. And I don't believe that's true because I don't believe that the, that people are smart enough to pull that off. I don't think it can be like that. I just think that we live in a society like you touched on earlier where we're trying to cater for everybody. And the reality of life is that, less, is that at least 50% of people are below average intelligence. At least 50% are below average looks or below average anything else. Battery, maybe. Yeah, I think we're, batch- we're done with battery. Anyway, cool. Right. But if you're catering for all these kind of people, how do, how do I say this without well, sounding like a psycho, but a group can only move as fast as its slowest person, and society ends up getting watered down or changed or adjusted so everyone can succeed, and, and I think in many ways what that does is that damages some of the evolutionary... What's the word I'm looking for? Veracity. The, the the fact that it's it's kill or be killed. You yes. know? Dog eat dog. A lot of that's trying... They're trying to, to disintegrate that. And I yes. understand why they're doing it. And I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing. It's not evil... I don't think it's evilly intentioned. People think that there's these people behind that are evilly intentioned. I don't think it's like that. I think it's just... When they're trying to build a society that lets everyone do well and no one feel bad, don't feel bad for being fat, don't feel bad for being stupid, every loser gets a wife, it's just difficult to come... And they end up just castrating the, the the outliers
0: yeah they yeah.
1: castrate the extremes because extremities pe- people like me what good am I for the society like they, they want a dude who meets a fucking average ass wife has average ass kids pays his average ass taxes and even though his wife doesn't fuck him he'll sit there and won't get a divorce and he'll just sit there jerking off in a sexless
0: marriage paying for the kids and paying his taxes yeah they don't want dudes like me and you who refuse to listen to anybody what well, good am I? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that actually brings me on really nicely to my next uh, question, because I wanted to talk about this thing about, because I see you as being the ultimate sort of like Nietzsche kind of Ubermensch, you know, yeah, man yeah. Going the, the individual, going their own way, etc., yeah, yeah. etc. Et so, and, and of course on Twitter and elsewhere, we see a lot of guys who are like, no, but what about the good of society? What about yeah, Western yeah. civilization and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and you know, I take the piss out of that, but I see that I, I kind of see where they're coming from. But I've always been more individualistic, and I, I sense that you are as well. But yeah. how do you see yourself on that balance? Because obviously, there, you know, at the same time, yeah. we we do owe a debt to society to some extent. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, what's your thoughts on that? My my view is very
1: simple. Firstly, I don't believe you can pour from an empty cup. Yeah. If, if I want to preach the values and the virtues of masculinity, if I'm going to talk about how important it is that men are men. Well then, I need to be able to show that I'm a man. I need to be able to do it myself. Like, what, 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 what am I preaching if I'm just sitting still, saying men need to be have honor and valor and courage? Well, where's my honor and my valor and my courage? Yeah. So you can't pour from an empty cup. That's the first thing. Second thing, I trying to change the entire world and trying to change society as a whole. That's a losing battle, bro. Like, yeah. like you're fighting these. Google's and Facebook's and Twitter's that can ban you and banks and governments. Like, you're fighting a battle you can't win. The only thing you can do is affect your direct sphere in a in le- in a in a, in a way so poignantly that <coughs> you at least have a knock-on effect. All yeah. we can do is be the best men we can be, have the best sons we can have, mm. and I believe that's all you can do. And, and I yeah. guess that's kind of like the Tradcon way, but just without the monogamy. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to stand up and try and... Fix society because one, they're not going to listen. Two, I'm going to destroy my own life. And three, most of these people don't want to be saved. The Matrix. Yeah. The Matrix says they don't want to be unplugged. Yeah. These people don't want to be unplugged. You, you look at I, there's heroes. There's British heroes. I'll say it. Tommy Robinson. He's a hero, and he's and he's trying to save people who don't want to be saved. They see him as the enemy. Mm. You know, it's mm. like it's like what you going through. So my view is very individualistic. Cause I think one, it's the only way you can make a genuine impact. And yes. two, it's it's the best way to live a healthy life yourself.
0: And three. I mean, yeah, these these societies societies don't want to be saved. This is a losing battle. So, yes, yeah, so I would agree with all of that. Really, so there's three points you've made that I really agree with. One is that I don't believe the conspiracy theorists that there's this shadowy elite group yeah. because I just don't, I just don't believe human beings are that organised. Yeah. To be honest, Absolutely. I think if you see, if you see in any big corporation, you see behind the scenes, it's a shit show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I don't believe that some, suddenly somehow they've got this whole world domination plan yeah. worked out. It just doesn't seem realistic. Um... And yeah, I also agree that, well, for a start, I don't think individually we can change very much anyway. Yep. Um, which may sound a bit sort of like defeatist, but I mean you've got to be fucking realistic, haven't you? Uh, well, that's the you thing know.
1: because, you, like you said, we're talking about there's no international cabal. So what is it? It's just globalism. It's just greed from huge corporations who don't give a shit about country borders or ethnicities or anything. All they care about is is important consumers who are going to buy some product, and yeah. it's all of it. So it's not a shadowy cabal. It's just the fact that there's there's elites. And, and not a few of them, millions of them in different positions around the world, all chasing money to a point where they've just sacrificed all the other things we believe the West needs, like honor and valor and borders and all this other stuff. Anything that benefits the bottom line, and that's usually globalism. And that's what it is. And you're like, you're saying, are we going to stand up against Google? Just ban our accounts. I tried. I've lost five Twitters. Like, how far can you go? Like, you can't stand up against these people. They're yeah. too powerful and they're too rich. Yeah. So it's like, what
0: can you do exactly and that's why i tend towards individualism because i i think in the end you know you can you've got to look out for yourself you've got to look out for your family you've got to yeah. build yourself up the best that you can and and it's only then that you might have a chance of helping other people Absolutely. and obviously like you're you know you're now helping other people because you've got your courses yep. and so on and you know your, you you know the whatever help that you give on on twitter and other social media but you wouldn't be able to do that if you were still sitting around. Exactly. You know. You know. In in loot and sort of working a chip shop or something.
1: Exactly. So if you sit and you just only talk about what needs to happen, I mean, we only have so many human years. I can only talk about the things I can talk about because I've lived them, and I took yeah. up, and that took thirty two years to get here. Like, so it took a whole bunch of time anyway. So you absolutely have to be an individualist to build yourself to even a point of status where you can even make a point anyone's going to listen to. That's the first thing. And second thing, like you said, you look after yourself. You look after the people directly around you. You try and raise good kids. You try and you know, have that kind of influence, and that's all I'll do. If, if I die and if there's two other versions of Andrew Tate on the planet, two sons, and I've instilled them with my values, then I've done the best I can do. I mean, that's yeah. that's my duty to society fulfilled. I've reproduced, i produce produced sons who aren't little <coughs> little shits, they're not gonna commit any crimes, they're not gonna stab anyone. They're they're relatively good people, they don't take shit from nobody, but they're definitely not bad people. And that's my that's my societal contribution. And if you're yeah. not happy with that. Fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. That's it. You know, that's all I can do.
0: Exactly. Do you believe that it is essential to reproduce in order to have a meaningful life? Or do you think that people can... That's a good question. And I'm going to say yes. And I'll say yes
1: why. One, I think men should reproduce much later. Mm. I think as a man, you can have kids in your late 30s, early 40s. from From a political standpoint, politically westerners aren't having kids so we're being outbred and we're mm. going to be destroyed but me having a bunch of kids ain't going to fix that so whatever yeah uh because the average number of kids being had in africa and middle east is like seven so like mm. whatever the game's over and, and 200 years from now the game's over there's no more white christians because they are gonna be outbred mm. but um that's a completely different argument i think that life now the reason people used to have kids much younger is because life was a lot simpler now we live lives which allow us to be constantly entertained like me i'm i'm 30s your 30s i'm assuming uh 40s 40s fucking hell you look look good bro
0: you look good man.
1: you look good but um moisturizer yeah Yeah. (laughs) we we, we have a lot of things we can do yes buy cars we can travel we can watch tv netflix whatever video games you always find something so it's not like it used to be we have kids because there's nothing else to fucking do yeah but um so now we stay entertained much much longer um and that's the reason people aren't having kids but I do think there is a point maybe in your 50s maybe in your 60s maybe in your 70s there is going to be a point where you're going to sit and think okay I wish there was another version of me I think that is gonna to happen to everyone. I yeah. do think that sooner or later, maybe it'll take a long time, and different people have different times, but there's gonna be a point where you think, you know, I'm not gonna live that much longer. I wish I at least left something. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So I do think it's fulfilling, I do think it's primarily mm. fulfilling. I certainly do want kids.
0: I, I yes. do want them. Um, but I'm just not going to have a traditional life. I'm just going to have yeah. kids. That's just yeah. the reality. Yeah. What about the argument if somebody creates some great work or something, then in a sense they've left something behind through that? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, that's a really good argument. I just kind of, I
1: don't know. On a primal I, level though, I suppose. Yeah. I didn't want kids till my dad died. And when my dad died, people were messaging me, ah, but he lives through you. Mm. And that kind of made me think, who, who am I going to live through? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it literally, it hit me within that same day. I was like, that you realize that, and it's also the you know the other things we all know. If you're on your deathbed, no one gives up. If you're on your deathbed and you have an hour left, you don't give a fuck about your Lambo. Mm. You care about who people. Yeah. So you know we're all humans, and yes. I do, and I do, and I don't think I think a lot of the reason people shy away from having kids is because they don't like the idea of the trad life. But my view is, I can do both. Yes. So why would I not have kids? Because yeah, yeah, for me, yeah. I don't have to give up anything to have kids. Because yeah. I'm I'm because my frame is so solid that I refuse to bend. So I'm going to be the same fucking person. So yeah. to me, I don't see any disadvantage to having kids. Like uh, I think I'm going to have children. I'm going to love them. I'm going to see them when I want to see them. I also believe, and this is something that's an unpopular opinion, but I'll make it very clear. A, a father's job is part-time. Mm. A mother's mm. job is full-time time a father's job is not a full-time people think you to raise good kids you need to be home every day full-time like a mom that's not true and that's not true because men have always had jobs men have always gone away to sea or been sailors or worked in the mines men have never been at home yes so you, it's you got instilled discipline and you can do that i'm telling you now i was raised i love my dad and i'm fantastic for all the lessons he taught me and i'm happy with how i turned out i saw him once a week yes he was, at, he was away at chess tournaments yeah so yeah. like but 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 if, but if i fucked up He'd call me on a Wednesday and say, "I'm beating your ass on Sunday," mm. <laughs> and, he, and he and he did. So, you, you another reason I think men shy away from it is they have this idea that oh, I have to give up my entire life. You no, have you become don't.
0: Domesticated. Yeah. That's what people don't like. That's what they don't they, like. Yeah. It's not
1: that they don't like the kids. Yeah, they don't yeah, like the yeah. domestication. Whereas my view is, you haven't got to be domesticated. Yeah. You can have kids with a woman, and you can make sure that you know you haven't got to give her unlimited money. Don't let her buy Gucci. Kids are fucking cheap. I don't care what people say. Oh, it's so mm. expensive. A, a kid eats ten quid of food a week, and they wear Primark. Like, what the fuck are you putting your kid in Gucci shoes for? It's bullshit. Yeah. So kids ain't that much money. If you have a woman who's half sensible, and even if you split up and you have a half-semi-good arrangement, you can have the children. You can see them two or three days a week. They can love you as a father. Everything can be fine. You can carry on with your fucking crazy life. Yeah, I, I, That's my genuine view.
0: Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can pull it off. And I think that's a much more... It's funny that they call it traditional, isn't it? This idea that you have to be the father and you're there the whole, the whole yeah. time. Because for me, I mean, if I look back even to my granddad and, and think beyond that, yeah. you know, like my granddad was very a very absent figure I think in my dad's life yeah. you know because the father was he was going out to work and he was like but he was you know. going to war well yeah my <laughs> granddad was, was in the RAF so you know he was doing that shit he wasn't like playing with doll's houses with his kids exactly and now we get this idea that, uh, that fatherhood is like oh yes I was having tea parties with my daughters. Yeah, you so don't shit. need none of that shit so this is what I say mm-hmm. to people when I've, I've had some people say to
1: me I don't want kids I say why and they go "All oh, this that this I say bro you can have children you can continue with your life you can raise those kids fantastically those kids aren't going to be bad kids you can be a fantastic dad one day a week. Yes. You know, that's a mother's job is full-time, not mm. yours. So I do say to men, don't have kids early, because I think a man's prime is his 30s and 40s. Mm. I think a woman's prime is when she's 19 to 23, 24, 25, whatever. Mm. And men don't hit their prime till later. We have to make some money. we go to get some experience. You go got to get mm. some wisdom. So I think you should take your time. But I don't see any reason why a man should wouldn't want to at least have some kids. I understand, especially, you know, in the West, it can be difficult and like alimony and all this shit and laws and stuff. I kind of get it all, but also I kind of believe that if you're a player and you've had enough girls, you're going to meet a girl who's sensible enough. Who's not a complete dickhead. And she's going to understand that the kids are better with you in the life. Mm. And that, you know, that you're not a multimillionaire, but you're going to give what you can afford and that you may not last forever, but the children are... You both love the kids. Mm. And, I, you know, I know loads of people who pull that off. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. it ain't... it ain't. It's just... If you choose a complete chav, stupid woman, you're going to have problems. Mm. But if you get a semi-sensible woman and you do your best and the kids are happy and smiling, fuck, it ain't that bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a bit of a deep one. Well, we're coming to the end now, but a bit of a deep one um, to see... To get the real, like, Tate philosophy on life. I yeah. mean, do you, do you believe... Because I, I think you said you're not, you're not a religious man, you're, no. not a, you're an atheist. Yeah. Do you believe there's an overall meaning to life? Or do you feel... Well, I, I, sorry, I won't ask any, a, a leading question. Yeah. What, what's, your, what's your view on that? I think that life is one big
1: accident. So yeah. my, my view is, is very much... Like when I say I'm an atheist, people say, well, why, people, I, a lot, why I get heard I hear a lot from people is, well, why are you... What's the point then? Like, yes. why, why, why be here? And I say, well, there's no fucking point. Yes, but that, that doesn't make it any less of an experience.
0: Yes, you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. for me, I believe this is all one big, big accident. Humans have evolved. I believe in evolution. We've evolved. We've evolved to be the smartest creatures on the planet. If you actually study evolution, and most religious people never have, it has more. There's more evidence for evolution for evolution than there is for gravity. Like it's 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 not. They call it the theory. <laughs> they call it the theory of evolution, but it's the theory of gravity. That's just a scientific term. Evolution's proven. Evolution evolution happened. So we all evolved. We evolved to be the smartest. That's what we evolved to be. That's fine. But even the chance that you're you and I'm me is one in a billion because of all the other sperm that could have turned out. Yeah. So we're here by one big accident. And to me, to a lot of people, to religious people when I say that, they find that demoralizing. Whereas to me, I find it powerful. I'm here on accident. So what the fuck? If I'm here on accident, it's all a big fucking fuck up and I'm here. Why not have live life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck else am I going to do? Exactly,
0: exactly, yeah. You know, so
1: I want to fuck girls. I want to do this. I want to drive cars. I want to make some money. And and you can also use it the other way. If I ever feel sad or down or depressed, I can sit and think, yeah, but it's a big accident. I'm here. I'm depressed now. But who gives a fuck? I'll be happy tomorrow. And you learn to enjoy the whole spectrum of emotions. Enjoy the good. Enjoy the bad. Like every, you know, there's no good without bad anyway. There's no light without dark. So... I just see the whole thing as a big accident, and and I'm I'm looking forward. I will procreate. I do believe in having kids. I guess. Yeah. And I've talked about mm-hmm. it. But besides that, I just try and be as happy as I can each day, and that's it. I mean, no, yeah. no, no one, everyone else is, everyone out here. If you're listening to this now and you've got fucking problems and stresses and da da da, the reality is your problems aren't real problems. Okay, the, the credit card payment's late. Okay, you you can't afford the car you want. Okay, this. Okay, that. There's people with no food to eat, bro. Yeah. Like you know, and 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 I know it's easy to say, and I know it's it's cliche. <clears throat> But if you can actually put your life in that perspective, I can eat when I'm hungry. I can sleep when I'm tired. You know, I, there's more There's more I could have got, but I ain't got it. But who gives a fuck? I'm going to smile anyway. And I think that's just the best way to look at life. I just think it's all yeah. just one big fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and we're here fucking it up. And it is what it is, you know? So that,
0: yeah, exactly. And that, like you say, that to me, that represents a massive opportunity. Because it's a bit like, well, this is all really, this is all fucking random, you know? Yeah. And like, like, this may never have happened, but... Yeah. How awesome is that? Because then you can create your own reality, create your own meaning. Absolutely, exactly. And if if you're religious, you must have a completely... I actually find it interesting that
1: a lot of the red pill guys are religious. I find it interesting... I said this before that I want to debate them because I find it interesting that we have so many similar worldviews, but with completely different foundational views on how life is. These people have foundational views that I simply cannot agree with. I do not agree with a life after death. I do not agree with having my actions judged. Mm-hmm. I do not, and all of these things they believe, I believe 0%. I think that's all complete garbage. So it's, it, it would be an interesting podcast sometimes to talk to one of them, but yeah. they never do because I think they know that it's going to be difficult to defend the <laughs> perspective. But yes. it's difficult. Now. But, you know, but it's all a big fucking accident. So if you're here on accident, you know, you, you only get to go around once. You don't get a rerun. And if you did get a rerun, if you're on your deathbed, whenever that is, and you think back on your life, the only things you're going to regret is all the time you wasted being in a bad mood. You're yeah. going to sit back and think, all the times I, I I stayed in and I was miserable on Friday nights. All the times I argued with that person I was in a bad mood. All the times I was stressed over that thing. I can't remember what it was now. Like, like all the negativity you had you're gonna think back and think, what the fuck was I doing after? Yeah. Why was I not just laughing? That's yeah, what it's yeah, gonna yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. when I'm in a stressful situation, and trust me, bro, I'll say it now on thing. I had a Bitcoin wallet hacked. I lost- I lost a quarter of a million last week. Mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, but, but but literally me and my brother sat there, and obviously you're pissed off. But we're like, in 10 years from now, are we still gonna be pissed off? Well, no. Mm. So so what's the point in being pissed off now? You can't get it back. Yes. So it's just very much like you have to just learn to train your brain to just be like, fuck it.
0: Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. it
1: takes practice. But I see people complaining about stuff. Oh, they had my car broke down. Da, da da It's like, bro, the fuck. So fucking smile. Yeah, like, yeah you yeah. know, like I, I don't get people because when you're old, you're gonna regret all the perfectly young, healthy years you had. Yeah, fucking around sad.
0: Yeah, I heard you on a, another show, and I like that this idea that you have to, to say. Well, you're gonna get over it at some point anyway. So yeah. why not just do that now? Why have to elongate? It? It's
1: exactly the same as we said earlier with the chest position and the girl. Mm. You're gonna lose her anyway. So you just do it now or never. Like I'm very much like that. Eventually, you're going to get over it. So why waste the time being negative about it? And I've I've super trained myself to always be, not always be positive, but just to always be, I wouldn't even say I'm that positive person. I'm very neutral. Mm. It's very difficult to make me ecstatically happy, but it's nearly impossible to depress me. I'm Mm. always neutral. I'm super stoic. But I've trained myself to be that way because I don't see the point. I don't see the advantage of just being fucking negative. And when I hear people complaining and crying, oh, poor me, i got depression now, blah, blah, blah. I, I just sit and think, do you think anyone gives a fuck? The world doesn't give a fuck. The sun's going to keep on rising. Yes. There's, there's still going to be happy people out here living happy lives while you sit around being sad. So what the fuck? Why are you telling people? No one cares about you. And this is my pa- – when I say earlier about individualism and how I find it as a power, the most powerful thing you can do as a person is wake up and realize no one gives a fuck about me but me.
0: Yeah. So uh,
1: I'm going to do it or, or no one's going to do yeah. it. You know, it's, you've yeah. got to be that kind of guy. Yeah. And, and that's these are the most powerful people on earth.
0: Yeah. And it's weird how you sort of like you combine the on the one hand, the sort of the arrogance, but on the other hand, the humility it's, you've got to have the yin and yang with it, haven't you? Ab- absolutely. You know, you've got to realize that in, in many, many ways, even
1: Donald Trump himself, we're all unimportant. Mm. We're, we're fucking decaying bio, biomatter, whatever. You know, it's like it is what it is. And and I, I respect people who have fun. I said this before. I met a homeless guy when I was in Slovakia in that town we were talking about earlier, and uh, he was. Uh, I was walking around the street. He stopped me. He said, "Can I have money for vodka?" And I said, "Well, that's pretty honest." And he goes, <laughs> "He goes, where are you going?" I said, "To the bar." He goes, "Well, you're a young man. You're going to the bar. You're going to find pretty girls, and you're staying in the Hilton Hotel, and you want vodka. I have nothing, so mm. of course I want." Vodka. Yeah. And I said, well how did you end up homeless? So I bought him some vodka and I sat there and spoke to him for a minute. <clears throat> I said, how did you end up homeless? Blah blah blah. He goes, and he goes, I chose to be homeless. I was like, why? He goes, because I just want, I want to drink, and I don't want anyone to tell me what to do. And I was sitting there thinking, you know what? This dude's happier than 99% of people in corporate jobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: so yeah, yeah. who the
1: fuck am I to tell him his life's wrong?
0: Yes. You know, yeah. there's
1: there's always gonna be someone who'll buy him vodka. He's happy. That's what he wants. Mm-hmm. So, and that's my view on life is that if you're a happy person, you're a successful person. It's not about making loads of money. If you're smiling, you're successful. If you can, if you're fucking genuinely cheerful, you're successful. Because what the fuck's the point in doing anything else? Another thing I said in one of my videos before, and I'll say it again here. I love when people explain all their problems to me, and ah, oh, this, that, 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 and I say, I guarantee you, there is someone out there in the world today who would swap lives with you in a second. All the problems you've got, all the problems I've got. I got—I lost a quarter of a million in a Bitcoin wallet, whatever. If I were to sit there and someone with terminal cancer <clears throat> who can't walk anymore, or lost both their legs in a car crash, or whatever, and you were to say, "Do you want to swap?" But but I lost money in a Bitcoin wallet. Like, so who gives a fuck? Hmm. You swap. People would take your place. Yeah. And you're still miserable. You got you got to be able to look outside yourself and think beyond it and realize how. I know it's all cliche bullshit. I'm saying, but everyone says this, but no one does it. No one sits and actually thinks fuck, I was hungry and I bought a sandwich and I can eat the sandwich and now I'm not hungry. That's pretty cool. You've got yeah. to think that way, you know, because yeah, yeah, there's people yeah, yeah. who can't
0: do it. So if you think that way, it's pretty impossible to get negative. That's my idea yeah, anyway. Yeah, cool, man, cool. Well, look, we're nearing the end. Um, one final point, I guess, to try and wrap everything up in a nice bow, yeah. if we can. Yeah. If there's the archetypal guy who's sitting watching this, listening to this in his mum's basement and yeah. he's there and he's, he's, a, he's the ultimate chode yeah. and he can't get girls, yeah. he, he he's lacks confidence. Yeah. He wants, you know, he hasn't got any money, et cetera, et cetera. And he looks at you and he's like, yeah, but Tate is rich and he's ripped. And yeah. he's like, blah, blah, blah. What advice would you give that guy to start to turn things around? Right. I'm going to tell him that
1: everything I've already said earlier about no one giving a fuck about him is very yeah. important. Look, bro, I'll talk to him directly. No one's going to kick your door down, hand you a hot girl, and give you keys to a Ferrari. If you're waiting for that to happen, it's never going to fucking happen. So that's the first thing. So you have to understand if you want it, only you can get it. That, that's absolutely the first thing. And the second thing you have to understand is happiness and contentment and girls and money and everything you want in life is at the top of a mountain. Mm. Nothing is at the bottom. Because if it's at the bottom, someone else has already scooped it up. If there is a girl out there who is slave-like, if there is a girl out there who's 10 out of 10 with big tits, who's slave-like obedience, who's perfectly good-looking and does everything her man says and she'll allow you to cheat on her and she'll live with you in the basement, if that girl exists, someone else has already found her, bro, and she's with him. Like The the, the low-lying fruit's gone. Everything you want's at the top. So you have two choices. You either go through hell climbing the mountain to get what you want, or you go through hell not having what you want. Mm. This is the the only two real options. So when people say to me, oh, but this, but that, I try to explain to them, adversity is the only way to get anything of value. Mm. That's why it has value. If everyone could have a six-pack without work, then a six-pack wouldn't mean anything. A six-pack means something because they know you had to work to get it. The adversity is what adds value to it. Yeah. So my, my answer to these people is think of what you want. Look at how difficult it is to get. Be happy that it's difficult, because that's the only reason you fucking want it. If it was easy, you wouldn't even want it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And get to work or don't. Those are the two choices. Get to work or don't. Yes. But if you're gonna, if you choose don't, don't come on Twitter with an add-on account and attack you and me and go, oh, you're a loser, it's easy for you. Because you had your choice too. You're, yes. you're an able-bodied person. You can get up and learn to fight. You might be better than me. How the fuck do you know? Mm. Train the same hours I trained. You might be even better. Mm. But you don't know because you never fucking bothered. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's you either do it or you don't. And this is why on my website when I teach and I sell my mm. courses on cobertate.com, it's still very much like it's down to you. Like I can tell you how to do it. You can lead a horse to water. but You can't mm. force them to drink. And I'm very realistic about that. And people, a lot of people are coming around and talking excuses and saying things. but When it comes to taking action... They decide not to take action, and that's self sabotage. I can't help you if you're that type of person. I'll, I'll. If I want something, I'm gonna go
0: get it. That's that's who
1: I am. If I want it, I'm getting,
0: getting it. it. Fuck you. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta exactly. be that way. Exactly. Gotta be that way. And that's a good note to end on because obviously your website, you've now got a number of courses, haven't you? That uh, are, are live and available. So you've got the PhD program. Yeah. You've Got uh, how to make money. you've yeah. Got. Um, I've got a lot of them. Yeah. I've got, the got p- chess. Yeah. You've
1: got- uh, so it's basically everything I sell are are courses which I've lived. I'm not going to be one of those guys who's going to sell like a, a generic course on business when I haven't done it myself, you know? So yeah. I'm only selling things I've done. So I have my PhD program, which is basically how I met girls and how I convinced them to work on webcam for me. So it's to pimp, how to pimp girls from yeah. the start to finish. I've got how to run a webcam company for anyone wants to follow my six footsteps. I've already spoke to a guy this morning. He's making 300, 400 bucks a day now. He's just only been doing two weeks. It's mm. starting. He's starting to make money. He's doing good. I've got a body language course. i got a course on chess, a course on physical fitness. All the things I know that have helped me in my life. Yes. Like, body language is another big one. One of the times we were jumped in Moldova, the only reason they fucking stopped coming at us is because of our, you know, we we held frame, but that fuck because fuck, we were going to get our asses kicked. Yeah, you, know, yeah, so you, got, yeah, yeah. you know, so you got, you know, so these are all lessons I've learned and I teach things I've done myself. So it's not going to be any kind of, Fakery or Hocus Pocus bullshit. This is genuinely what I've done. And I have a, I have a 100% successful, uh, 100% approve rate. I've yeah. not had a single negative review of any course, which amazes even me, bro. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, <laughs> you're always going to have a hater. Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. had anyone say that was not worth it. Ever. Yeah. So, you know. Still. That's awesome. That's awesome. And you got the, the war room as well, haven't you? Yeah. So the war room was put together. Basically, I had a lot of guys saying, look, Tate, I want to work with you, Da-da-da. kind of like networking. And I said, all right, well, if we have 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 guys here all trying to do the same thing, we should all be in the same place talking about it. So we have guys in there who are making money from dropshipping. We have copywriters. We have e-com guys. We have guys who have started following me on webcam. We have guys doing lots of different things. We're all in one place and we're all talking constantly. And now we have different people helping each other. You need a copywriter. You need a website design. You need a Shopify store. There. There's someone else in the war room already doing what you need. And we're all cross helping yeah. each other. And everyone's starting to like new businesses are appearing and stuff. So basically it's a membership to a club. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's go-getters. Yeah. And I think a lot of the biggest problem a lot of people have is they don't have a network of people around them who are go-getters. Yeah you're sitting there and you just play video games and your friends just play video games. Well, who's going to break out the mold? When well, you start talking to these dudes and listen to people who are your age or younger doing amazing shit, you might start to do amazing shit yourself. So that's what the war room's for. It's really just about getting that network yeah. of, of genuine of go-getters and, and it's, it's doing fantastic. So
0: awesome stuff. Cool. Well, thanks ever so much, uh, Andrew, we've been going for quite a long time, but it's been a very <laughs> instructive. Uh, it's been an instructive and uh Yeah. Revealing conversation, I think. Yeah, man, it's uh, been been certainly good. um, So they can find you at, the the website is Tate's.
1: Yeah, so the the Twitter is Tate Speech. Yes. Like, it's a play on hate speech. Tate Speech, because I got arrested for hate speech once. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, There's the YouTube, which is
0: youtube.com slash tate Speech, again. And the website is cobraTate.com. Awesome stuff. Very good. Right. Well, enjoy the rest of your time in London. Thank you. And we will speak again soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. In the description below, you'll see a
1: link to cobratape.com. This website has a full range of digital courses that can improve your life significantly. Not only do we have information on how to obtain and retain women, how to improve your physical fitness, how to improve your body language, we also have information on how to make more money and live a more fulfilled life. On top of this, we also have the War Room, which is a subscription service that allows you to have access to other like-minded individuals around the world. With over 100 people already in the war room, you have access to a pool of talents which can ensure that you make as much money as possible as quickly as possible. If you have any further questions on any of the courses, there's an individual video next to each one on the sales page. It's time to improve your life.